People of the world, welcome back to Send It Rising, our main story of the day, a look at the most visited websites in the United States. Some of these may shock you and some of them may not. Number one, you already knew this, is Google.com with 15.63 billion visits. Next up, YouTube, unsurprisingly, then Facebook and Amazon. So those are the top four. I feel like most folks would get those right if you ask them. Google, YouTube, Facebook, and Amazon. Number five is surprising to me, Yahoo. What is Yahoo.com doing in the top five? That is absolutely stunning. 1.5 billion visits, followed up by Wikipedia. You know, I bet Wikipedia does quite all right. I know when I go to the website, they often will say, hey, please give us money. But if you are the sixth most trafficked website on the internet in the United States at a minimum. Um, something tells me that uh, you might be making some money. Next up, reddit.com. Very interesting uh, that they are number seven on the list. I find myself on Reddit. And then number eight. It starts a whole series, a theme, if you will, of what we're going to be seeing uh, in this top 20 list. It's Pornhub. It's Pornhub.com uh, as the eighth most visited website. It gives you a sense uh, of kind of where people's head is at um, in regards to uh, what is more popular. Walmart, number nine, Pornhub, number eight, eBay, number 10, Pornhub, number eight. Number 11, Twitter.com. So fascinating to see where everything falls on this particular chart. Moving on, Bing, Bing.com, number 12. So Yahoo, much more popular than Bing, according to this data. And then Instagram.com. I assume it's this way because we're talking only about people going to the website and not necessarily using the app. I think if you factored in app visits, this would look much different. Um, CNN.com, fascinating, at 15th. And then uh, ESPN.com, Pinterest, etc. Fox News, actually, um, at the tail end of the list at position 20. So would you have gotten these right if you had to list the 20? How many would you have gotten right? The top social networks, obviously, YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, in that order. Then Pinterest, LinkedIn, TikTok at 228 million, according to the chart I'm looking at. But uh, I think TikTok is rapidly expanding. SearchEngineLand.com, new business openings nearly match pre-pandemic levels, according to Yelp, a good sign for the economy. However, most major cities actually experienced a decrease in openings. Let's dive in. According to the article, new business openings in year two of the pandemic were only 1% down from the year before, according to Yelp's COVID-19 second anniversary report. Demand for socially distant outdoor options obviously is uh, way up. New businesses opening are nearly at pre-pandemic levels. According to the article, in year two of the pandemic, new business openings reached 521,926, up 14% from the first year of the pandemic. This brings new business openings roughly in line, down by just 1%. So we've got the Delta variant. We've got the Omicron variant. Um, apparently, Yelp's data, according to the article, indicates that more businesses are entering local economies, which may be good for local SEO practitioners. So if you're an internet marketer, obviously there's going to be an influx of new businesses. A lot of the businesses that could not make it are already gone. 
And so we've got this flood of coaches is a good example. Everybody's a consultant. Um, and I, I see a lot of this. And I've, I've been in the entrepreneur world for quite a while. And it's fascinating to see people open businesses. And it's unsurprising to me that many of these businesses don't ever go anywhere. Um, because the idea of not having a boss and being the boss are two very different things. I think when the reality sets in for many folks um, of just how much work goes into getting a business launched, it's a sobering moment. Moving along, Google's search local pack map is now interactive. So when you search something, it used to be that you'd have the map section, then you'd have the reviews, the name of the business, name, address, phone number beneath it. Now the map itself is interactive. Um, the new interactive map, according to searchengineland.com, allows you to zoom, pan, hover, and click to see more details on the map. Previously click on the map just took you to the Google map interface. So a small change, um, but according to searchengineland.com, this is relevant because, quote, businesses that aren't ranking in the top three positions may still have a pin on the map. And now a searcher can hover over that pin and see the business's review stats at a glance. This is a big deal. Um, so if you weren't getting as much love, this is probably going to be helpful for you. If you were dominant, this is not likely to help you. We'll see. But uh, check it out on Google Maps. It's interesting. Foxbusiness.com. Facebook bans Russian state media from advertising and monetizing content on its platform. This comes after Russia invaded Ukraine, which you undoubtedly are aware of. Facebook, according to the article, has banned all Russian state media from advertising on its platform. Now, Russian state media. This is the issue, right? Um, if it's clear that you're Russian state media, it's quite easy to ban you from Facebook. If you are a troll or you're one of millions of hacked accounts or fake accounts, then it's much more difficult. So it's easy for Facebook to simply say, hey, we've banned Russian state media. It's much, much, much more difficult to actually stop the spread of misinformation. According to the article, Nathaniel Gleicher, head of security policy at Facebook, said that Russian state media is now prohibited from running advertisements or monetizing. Okay, we get it. Quote, we are now prohibiting Russian state media from running ads or monetizing. We get it. Um, he added that Facebook is continuously, uh, excuse me, continuing too closely monitor the situation in Ukraine. Um, that being said, it feels a bit like PR. I'm not, uh, I'm not convinced that it has a huge impact, um, but it is a step in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. Australia's standoff against Google and Facebook worked, sort of. So Australia has been fighting for quite a while to get its journalists paid. And as I've mentioned many times on uh, the show before, and as I mentioned in the George Defteros case, which is the case in which George Defteros successfully sued Google for $40,000 for defamation, thereby setting a global precedent that Google can be sued. Now, a lot of people said, ah, it's in Australia, I don't care. A lot of my TikTok followers are in the United States and they just go, oh, Australia, whatever, don't care. And my reaction to that is always, that's a silly reaction. Um, there are global precedents now. And uh, so now we've got Australia fighting for its journalists payday, essentially compensation um, and people around the world, different countries take notice of this. Um, there were a lot of people saying you can't really succeed in taking on the global digital giants. That's from wired.com. That's a quote from Paul Fletcher, um, who is Australia's communications minister. 
Um, Fletcher was aware of the stories others used as warnings. When Germany's biggest news publisher, Axel Springer, tried to block Google from running snippets of its articles in 2014, it backtracked after just two weeks. And so it's not as if Australia is alone in this, but it just goes to show that if you fight long and hard enough, um, other countries will take note. There are such a thing, or there is such a thing rather, as global precedents, and we should be aware of those. So, top 20 most visited websites on the US. You probably know Google, YouTube, Facebook, Amazon, Yahoo, Wikipedia, Reddit, and then of course the one I mentioned ad nauseum before, but uh, that's it. I mean, this is where we're spending most of our time as internet users at a bare minimum in the United States. ESPN makes the list at 17, uh, but yeah, this is what our culture is made up, made up of. New business openings nearly match pre-pandemic levels. Yeah, well, it looks like the economy is stabilizing, we could say, um, in regards to um, business openings, at least as far as this Yelp data is concerned. Google search local pack is now interactive. It's very cool. I'm going to go check it out personally. I'm curious how my company Send It Rising, senditrising.com, will be affected. Facebook bans Russian state media from advertising. Yeah, feels a little bit like a PR thing, but right move. And finally, Australia fighting for its journalists' payday. They should get paid if uh, Facebook is going to be using their uh, articles, um, taking basically plagiarizing. Uh, you can make that argument. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for swinging by youtube.com forward slash send it rising. Y'all know the drill. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now.